I'm Jennifer Nielsen, and this is Let It Glow, episode 33, How to Live Every Day Like It's a Retreat. Ready, set, glow. Welcome to the Let It Glow podcast, a happy place where you'll learn how to let your soul shine and discover new ways to design your best life. I'm your host, Jennifer Nielsen. Hello, and welcome to another podcast episode. I love this idea of living every day like it's a retreat. Because I believe that when you embrace your power to choose, you can live a radiant life every day. I also believe that choosing to find magic in the mundane and letting go of the baggage that is holding you back is the secret to designing a radiant life. So what does this look like for you? I just want you to take a moment to pause and really think about what a radiant life might be like for you. Because imagine if you could live every day like it's a retreat. And I love taking women to far off, beautiful destinations. But the real magic, it isn't in the destination. It's in the transformation that you come home with. And the Let It Glow model that I teach you shows you how to design a radiant life, even when things are hard. Because let's face it, hard is a part of life, but happiness and hard can coexist. The good news is that you can learn this life-changing method anywhere, in the comfort of your home, at a local mini retreat, in Switzerland, or even at the North Pole. I often work with women who feel stuck and are tired of letting their baggage hold them back from living their most radiant lives. And sometimes they may struggle with self-confidence or connecting in their relationships or living their soul mission. And they're ready to take the leap and to step into their power, but they're looking for guidance and support. And that is what I'm here to offer you today is the option of creating a space in your life where there's peace and harmony in the everyday. The actual definition for retreat is a quiet or secluded place in which one can rest and relax. So like I said, that can be anywhere. It can be in your closet. It can be in your room. It can be in your backyard. It can be in some exotic destination. But the idea is creating time and an opportunity to have those quiet moments every day. So I want to help you develop this mindset that you can have this and that it's possible and not just when you're on vacation or when you have more money or when you finish school or when you're married or when you're divorced or when your kids are older or when you have kids, (laughs) like all these things that we seem to wait for when that happens, then we can be happy. There's no need to wait to have this retreat mindset every day. And really what I do and all that I do is it's it, it's the same kind of formula that I give you on the retreats that I have you implement in your everyday life at home. And it's what I teach at my workshops. It's what I teach, you know, I, when I do these podcasts, when I, you know, do one-on-one coaching, this is what I teach. And there's basically five areas that I focus on to get glowing. And the first one is self-love. And we really, really dive into this on the retreats and in in the work that I do, because it really just starts there. If you have that level of like self-love 
and that confidence, it impacts everything in your life. It impacts the way you you know, function in your relationships. It impacts how your body feels, how your mind feels, how your spirit feels. It affects just that soul mission that we're talking about. It, it, it affects everything. So this is something I get very intentional and very um, detailed about that we work on, you know, on these retreats or in the one-on-one work that I do. And then relationships is the next area, area number two. And here's where I really um, urge vulnerability and sharing. And I provide opportunities for this in these settings when we go on these retreats. And, and it's something that I think is especially important to practice and to do because if you can have vulnerability in your everyday relationships with your spouse, with your friends, with your children, it will change everything. And the third area that I focus on is the mind, body, and spirit connection, because I think it's important to keep those all in balance. So I really focus on thought work, and that's really what the dig is. And if you know me at all, if you listen to any of my podcasts or follow me on social media, the dig is like the foundation of everything that I do. It's so important to manage your thoughts and your feelings and your reactions. It's just, it's, it's life-changing, and it's, it's really necessary if you're going to have that holistic mind, body, and spirit connection. But I also teach meditation and yoga. And and a lot of times when we go on these retreats, we have like adventures. We go on bike rides, we go on hikes, or we just do simple things like journaling. But what we're trying to do is create like a retreat in your mind that, and in your life so that when you go home, you don't have that, you, you, you take that with you. Like that chaos that we sometimes think that's part of life. We don't have to have chaos in everyday life. And so that's kind of what we model on these retreats is how to manage that, how to do that. And then you go home and you practice. And it's just, it's a great um, connection to do both of those, to have those opportunities on the retreat or when I'm doing the work with you. And then to take that home and apply it in your everyday life. Because as you know, that's when it gets tricky. And another thing that I really um, think is important, it's, the fourth area that I focus on is that finding those daily magic moments, those little retreat moments where you're finding that spark of magic in your life, whether it's nature or music or just reading a book, the simple pleasures in life, like seeking those out and making them a part of your everyday life. You know, and I'm always big about gratitude, but this is even a little different than gratitude because gratitude is almost like something that's already there that we're just noticing and we're expressing gratitude for. This kind of finding this daily magic moment, finding these little moments of like where we're actually looking to create little sparks of happiness and just magic in our in our lives and intentionally bringing that into our lives. And then the fifth one, which I think is so important, is your soul mission. I really, really think it's important, whatever that is for you, to find it and to, to, to seek it, to search for it, to reach for that. And, you know, the paradox is, is that sometimes I've actually had women ask me is how do I enjoy the everyday, but still have this desire for like this bigger, you know, dream or these, you know, like the soul mission. And I don't think it's a paradox. I actually think in order to support your soul mission, you have to find happiness and joy in the everyday simple things, those little magic moments. Because research has shown that when you have a purpose and meaning in life, it increases your overall well-being, it improves your mental and physical health, it enhances resiliency, and it also enhances your self-confidence, and it decreases the chances of depression. 
So when you, you put all these together, these are really important elements that, like I said, I model on the retreat so that when you go home, you can bring these into your everyday life. And I teach you how to do that in a way that you'll have success and that you'll have this transformation. And not only you will be blessed from this, but your family and your loved ones will be blessed from this too, from this work and from these changes that you've made. Because, you know, I just believe in the power of intention and having these dreams. And, you know, I talk about your soul mission and I talk about, you know, that's, you know, where I'm living right now is something that I dreamed of years ago of of accomplishing. I never thought I could be doing what I'm doing today with my podcasts and my retreats and the coaching. All these things that I'm doing seemed incomprehensible. In fact, just this weekend, Clover was in my closet. She likes to play hide and go seek in there. And she found this, this old vision board of mine. It was probably five years old. And I've just been in the thick of really grinding and working, you know, extra hard on different elements of my business. And sometimes I just feel like I'm spinning my wheels a little bit. But she brought me this this vision board, and it had been just like I said, tucked away in the back of my closet. And I was really blown away when I read each card, and all but one had come to fruition. In fact, ironically, one of the cards was "I have clear, beautiful skin." <laughs> so as you know, I've been working on this for a long time. But some of the cards had come to, to fruition, which I'd kind of just moved on, and I kind of put those on the shelf and. They were huge victories for me. And one of them was um, doing behavior kinesiology one-on-one sessions with people and living in Europe abroad for a month in the summer, which I did last summer. And another card was being an instrument in bringing forth justice. Well, we know what happened last year, and that is exactly what happened. And that card was on my vision board for years before that ever came to where we'd be going to trial. And so... There's more, you know, there's more to it than just that. But on that vision board, most everything that I had on there had come to be. And it just made me really stop. And I kind of got a little emotional of how far I've come and to be able to celebrate that. Because sometimes we don't celebrate our little victories or even our big victories. We're already moving on to the next thing. And that's part of this challenge and just finding those daily magic moments and just finding opportunities every day to celebrate the little things and to create moments of joy in our life and just celebration for all things. And it's just interesting because I look at how much intention it does take to live what I would call a radiant, fulfilling life. And I mean, there's a lot of times I'll have people, you know, kind of try to ask me and like, what do you do? How do you do? And I'm always happy to share because I know what it feels like to not be in that place where I feel like I'm thriving. But everything that I've done and to get, you know, to get to the place where I feel like I am thriving has taken intention and work and dedication and diligence and just effort and planning. And, you know, as I think about this whole analogy of like going on a retreat or going on a trip, I mean, we've all been on a trip somewhere, whether it's to the mountains or to camping or to the beach or, you know, abroad, it takes a lot of planning to have fun, right? (laughs) It takes a lot of intention. You've got to like pack, you've got to book your flights, you've got to gas up your car if you're taking your car, you've got to get your, you know, your passports if you're going you know, out of the country. There's a lot that goes into planning a trip, a lot. And if you do, you know, your, your, that planning in advance, it, you, it, it pays off when you're on that trip. You have fun, you can enjoy yourself. Things go a lot smoother when the, you have this plan. 
And it's so much like our everyday lives. If we don't take the time to plan, to be intentional, life will happen. It will go on without us, whether we're robotically going through the motions or whether we're intentionally deciding every day what we want to do with our lives and what who we want to be and what we want to accomplish. That changes things for us. That gives us that possibility of living our best lives. And that's what I get so excited about teaching you and showing you how to do this. Because a lot of times we just feel stuck and we don't know how to do that. And I also think about as we go through, you know, life and as we go on trips, like this friend of mine calls them their souvenirs. Like we pick up souvenirs along the way. And I think about what souvenirs do you want to take with you? And then what baggage do you want to leave behind? And that's another big piece of all of this is becoming mindful about what you want to leave behind. Your trauma, your thoughts, your stories, your you know, limiting belief systems, grudges, anger, shame, fear. Like, let's leave those behind. And let me show you how to do that. Because there are strategy, there are tools, there are ways to do that. And so let's talk about the souvenirs that you want to keep from your life's adventures. And some of those for me that I want to hold on tight to is the power of choice, boundaries, forgiveness, healthy relationships, resilience, mindfulness. So when you become more intentional and mindful about your life, and when you put that into practice, you can let go of the things that aren't working and you can hold on to those little souvenirs, the things that bring you joy, the things that work for you. But sometimes we need a clear roadmap of how to do that. Sometimes we need a guide. And that's what I'm here to offer you. And again, I, you know, I love a good analogy. And I just this last weekend, I <laughs> had a bridal shower for one of my dear friends from high school. It was her daughter. And it was actually her mom that threw my bridal shower when I got married, like 27, 28 years ago. And I really wanted to be at the shower. And it was a busy day. It was Saturday. My daughter was in town. And we had family at the house, and I just, I didn't want to be gone long. So I left with the address on my maps, and I headed to Chandler, which didn't make any sense to me because I knew she lived in Gilbert. So I got all the way to Chandler. It was probably a 15, 20-minute drive, and I realized I was lost. So I called a friend of mine that was also at the shower, and somehow I still didn't get the right directions. I didn't get the right address. And so I knew it was on Fry Road. I just didn't know where on Fry Road it was. So I started from Chandler going down each block of Fry Road until I found the shower, which the instruction I had gotten was that there'll be a lot of cars parked out front. (laughs) And that was about it. And so I finally, after it was about an hour or so, it took me to find this place, my destination. And it really was only about a 10 to 15 minute drive from my house. And... When I arrived, I was just a little bit frazzled, frustrated. I didn't. I, I wanted to be quick so I could get home and be with my family. But I also felt like it was important to go to the shower. And I wasn't going to quit. I'd come too far. So as I pulled up and I was walking up to the door, I saw the cars out front. I realized what had happened. I had plugged in a four-number address, 1649, something like that. And it, actually, I was missing just one number, one little number. It was 165. A little tiny error. And I think about how we live our lives and how sometimes we just 
things are harder than they need to be because we don't have the right address. We don't have the right tools. We don't have the right instructions. And if you have clear instructions, the right address, the right tools, it can be so much less stressful, so much less suffering, and you can have so much more happiness and joy. And that really is the power of bringing that retreat magic home with you every day is just knowing that if you have the right tools, it is possible to have that in your everyday life. Just imagine how much less stressful my afternoon would have been if I would have went into it with the right address. I would have saved myself so much headache. And again, that is what I'm here to offer you is a clear roadmap, the right address, the right tools, so you can get where you want to go quicker without so much strain and anxiety and stress, with more ease and grace. Because I believe that it is absolutely possible to find happiness in the hard. That's that's kind of what we're all living with. For the most part, we're dealing with things that are hard, but we don't have to delay our happiness. And a lot of times we get so comfortable in our own prisons, or not even maybe a prison, just in our own kind of neutrality, just the, the everyday life, that we don't want to stretch ourselves for the unknown, for that possible paradise that could be waiting for us. And I've told you this before, but 98% of people trade their comfort for their purpose and their mission. So I just think about where I want to be, and I want you to think about where you want to be. And if you're happy where you're at, that's great. But if you want something different, you have to do something different. And sometimes we become you know, we become our own prisoners. We, we keep ourselves locked up because we're afraid of the unknown. And this last weekend, you know, over the holidays, we love to go to the movies. We went and saw Harriet, which was a movie about Harriet Tubman. And most of us learned about her in elementary school. My son knew all about her. And this movie was a powerful representation of her life. She was a brave woman. She escaped slavery and left her family behind because she was she had found out that she was going to be separated from her family and be sold off and then possibly never see her family again. And she she escaped. She was on her own. She left. And she finally made it to Philadelphia, which was a miracle. And when she, she got there, she was offered a job. There was a system there that was, you know, to help these slaves that had escaped. And it was about a year or so that she'd had this job, things were going well, but she just wasn't happy. She couldn't enjoy this life that she was having, knowing that her family were still slaves. So she did the unthinkable, and she went back to try to save her family, and against the recommendation of all of those that were supporting her in Philadelphia. So she went back to her family was, she found her husband, and he thought she was gone because she had jumped into this river. And I don't know how factually accurate all of this is, but I do know that the essence was that she went back, her husband was had now remarried and was with his wife was with child, and she was just devastated. But she wasn't deterred. She still went with her plan and brought all these family members and other slaves, and she was able to help rescue them as well. And she went back and forth, back and forth from Philadelphia many times. I think she ended up saving about 70 slaves just in that process. And she was just relentless in promising that, you know, this freedom and giving this freedom to these slaves. And all of this, there was a very strategic plan. This Underground Railroad was a very, very, very strategic system. 
And a lot went into making this happen. And she was actually called the conductor of the Underground Railroad. She was also known as Moses. I mean, she was quite a legend. And she overcame great odds to save the people that she saved, including herself. And then as the Civil War happened, she became one of the only women Black leaders in history to lead the war and to lead and save almost 750 slaves during that time. I mean, she was a remarkable woman. And I just was so touched by her story and how relentless she was to give the same freedom to others that she had. Like it wasn't just enough for her to have it. She wanted those who had been enslaved to have it as well. And this quote that she that of hers, I love it, says, Every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember that you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. And that is what she did. She changed the world. And I'm no Harriet Tubman, but I can still make a change in this world in the way that I can. I have a sole mission, and that is what I am determined to do. And I want you to take the opportunity and give yourself that possibility of living whatever your soul mission is. And it's going to look different for all of us, but we all have that possibility and have that, um, the gifts and the talents within us to make a difference. I believe that it starts with the little everyday decisions, the mindfulness, setting those intentions, finding the magic in those everyday moments. We don't go from an idea to these big dreams and accomplishing these things. It takes little intentional steps every day. And I believe that with choice, intention, and applying this Let It Glow model, that it is possible to live every day like it's a retreat and to fulfill your soul mission in life. You have it in you. The choice is yours. And if you want to join me on one of my retreats, I have a few coming up. The next one is going to be in Ojai. I have a couple of spots left there. That's going to be February 6th through 9th. And I would love to have you join me. It's going to be an all-immersion experience, mind, body, soul, where we're going to really do some work, have some fun, make some powerful connections. And we're going to be staying at this beautiful property in Ojai. It's going to be a little bit different than any of the retreats I've done before. And then, of course, I have my retreat abroad over the summer that I always do. And this summer, we're going to Switzerland. And in between all of these retreats, I'm going to be offering little mini retreats. So stay tuned for that. I'll keep you posted. But just know that I'm here to support you in any way that I can. And I would love to have you on my retreats. I feel like that is the best way to jumpstart your life and to get those real transformations. But I offer all that I do to help you in wherever you are in your life right now to find that peace and to have a little bit of that retreat mindset in your everyday life. So again, thanks for tuning in today. Until next time, shine on. Thanks for listening to the Let It Glow podcast. If you enjoyed this show, share the love with a friend. This podcast can be found on iTunes or subscribe on my website at www.let-it-glow.com. And remember, let go and let it glow.